Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On this episode of the Nocho Podcast, we tackle a big and timely topic in sports, the subject of equality. Throughout the history of sports, questions of fairness and equal playing field and opportunities for athletes, regardless of race, gender, or age, have existed. Moments have taken place and change has happened, but we're still seeing roadblocks in the way of progress. So we're diving into the heart of the issue and how to bring about change. For Gil, he sees where the future of sports is headed and what stands in the way of fairness. From the rules in place to those who fear change, we need to examine the collective frame of mind around progress, what's fair, and the best course of action. We have examples throughout sports history, both the good and the bad, to learn from. As for the future, we want the best athletes to compete, succeed, and push the game forward. It's a deep dive edition of the No Chill Podcast. Remember, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode when they drop every single week. Don't forget to check out the No Chill channel on YouTube. And don't forget, every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's No Chill with Gilbert Arenas on the Fubo Sports Network. Welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. That's Gilbert Arenas. Mm-hmm. You can look over there and say hello. Say hello. Say hello to the audience. Hey. Hey. So uh, that was very, very nice. Very nice. Hello. So we're taking a timeout, Gil, Uh because we we looked around and we saw that there's a necessary moment that we've got to mark. We got to take a timeout. Mm -hmm. So this happens in sports. You look back at history. That's what I did today. Um, There's times where things are evolving and there needs to be a change. You know, and we're talking about classification. Mm-hmm. So look back. This this happened. Uh, guy, great dude, Spencer Haywood. Mm-hmm. He was going uh, to the pros and he was ready to play. He was top dog coming out of college, or not even out of college. He was in college. He wanted to come out of college, take care of his family. Couldn't. So he couldn't go to the NBA at that time. He went to the ABA because they were looking for talent. They made it happen, but uh, that was that was complicated and it was, went to the Supreme Court. Went through history, as we know, now everybody can go, mm-hmm. you know, under, underclassmen can go pro, thanks to Spencer Hayward. So at that point, that needed to happen. Yes. There's barriers that need to be broken. You know, obviously Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. is the biggest one, you know, right? The most famous and most impactful. So where we are now, we're looking at classification and all these things are changing, right? So there's a need to adjust. That's what you recognize. When you know that you're a pro, how can they hold you back Mm -hmm. right so the things that have changed like the presence of the g league you know with the ignite team there's going to be a high school league that's broadcast and the high school players are paid through overtime we've seen that we talked about that recently Mm -hmm. so all these things the the whole issue of name images in likeness uh is come into play so it's that all this had to change and now it's become more of a business these guys were never paid before you know, you were, you didn't, you know, couldn't really capitalize on your success. You couldn't mm-hmm. make money off your jersey in college. 
that is the first domino to fall. Yeah, everything, I mean, you know, everything evolves. And I think um, when rules are being changed, people are scared, you know. Usually the people who make the most money out of it, you know, because it's moving out of their hands. But, you know, with younger generation, they, they, they demand, you know, new things that come along. I remember um, Ed O'Bannon, you know, challenged for his likeness on, you know, video games. That was, what, 20-something years ago. And it's still, you know, kids are still fighting for it. So, you know, at some point they will change it. And, um, but there's always someone in the front of that fight. Um, you know, and some people, they, they want to hold on to that money as long as they possibly can. Because you look at Kobe as a great example. He, he could have gone to college because a lot of times guys didn't go to college because they had grade problems or, mm -hmm. you know, academic qualifications. Kobe could have. That wasn't the issue with him. He just said, I'm ready. I don't need to go to college right now. Yeah, and it's, it's so hard to, you know, actually justify when someone is ready or not. You know, physical, eh. We, we all grow and get bigger. Mental is the most important thing. You know, so if, if a kid is mentally ready to, to take on that challenge, how are you going to deny him that access? You know, that's why I think, you know, women basketball is, is holding, they're holding back the evolution of their game because they're, they're not allowing these young, talented girls to go one and done or straight out of high school, even though they can compete. You, you have to give them a chance. And then I say, well, the girls' basketball doesn't make a lot of money. Yeah, they don't make a lot of money because the excitement, the excitement of what needs to come is being held in college four years. Now you have the girl from UConn. Um, Paige Buckers. Huh? Paige Buckets. Because what we're talking about there is exactly what happened in, in men's basketball in the 60s and 70s. These, mm -hmm. kid, these, these girls have the talent and the ability. They're being held back because they're forced to stay there four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so saying. when you're forced to stay four years, that means you're forced to be under a system for four years. You're forced to take away all your excitement, your ambition, the, the, the way you see the game, and then you're, you're put into this box and that's what the WNBA is, 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 is producing. You're producing box-minded players because the wild children that can come in and change the evolution of this game is going through a college system. That college system is forcing them to play under these rules for four years of their career. And then you bring them into your league where now you have women that are 38, 39, 40, still running around dominating. Yeah, they're dominating because they don't have to run and chase 19-year-olds. You know, once, once they start chasing 19-year-olds, they can say, okay, I'm done now. You know, so if you have a 40-year-old dominating, you need to ask yourself, why? Why? Because all the young talent that will push them out is being held in college still. So by the time this, these girls get the, you know, to the WNBA, 22, 23 years old. I mean, 23, 22 in the NBA, that's Luca, who's three years in. <laughs> that's Zion, 21. That's Brandon Ingram. That's Tatum. Mm -hmm. That's um, Ja. Lamello. Lamello. Um, Booker. Like, these are so, your... <laughs> yeah, in other words, the whole the NBA shifted and they got yeah. the, the so young So now imagine, imagine the NBA without all those names. Mm -hmm. 
That's what the WNBA, you, you, you have all you these. You still have Jamal Crawford out there. <laughs> yeah, you still, right. yeah, you still got the older guys right. out there competing because they don't have to chase and run around with the, with the, with the, young, with the young talent. But and what, that's, what, that's what stops the evolution. Right, because that evolution, exactly what you're saying, is what that box is. And what mm -hmm. that box does that restricts super talented players yes. from being completely free. Yes. Which happens at the pro level, but you don't understand that freedom if you never get out of that box. If you're if you're hitting it later at 23, 24. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a tiger in a zoo cage. You know, which one mm -hmm. which which one is wilder? The zoo or just the one sitting in the wild? Which one is more dangerous? And that's that's the concept is you put them through the system, the system telling her to do this, this, you can't do that, do this, this. So by the time she gets to WNBA, She's already programmed. So there's probably in the last, let's just say the last 30 years of men's basketball, I will just guess and just throw out, there's probably five who became stars. One I, I can think of is probably Dame. I think Dame went four years, three. Okay, so. But Dame, again, mid-major school. Guys like but, Dame, but, but still, CJ, it's, but, but, Steph, even, even. but even with Dame, when he came in, he was an instant all-star. Mm -hmm. Because at 22, you have to be great off the jump. So junior two, you're talking about, um, who else is a junior? Mitchell. Yeah, junior, Mitchell. So well, well, that, that's, the, that's the senior is what I'm talking about. You know, by the time you get into the NBA at 22, 23, you're... You're you're college. You're colleged out. You're not. You, the, the men's game has evolved to that point where the, the younger group you got to be coming ready to make an impact. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the women's game is there yet because I, you're saying they're in that box. I I personally think like when you watch some of these girls because at the end of the day it's skill. It's skill. It's skill. Skill prevails. So when you when you try to hold skill back, that's the problem. How about the idea of this a prodigy? Prodigy means you're above the learning curve, you're mm -hmm. ahead of your age and you're in the time that you're expected to develop, they're ahead of that. Mm -hmm. So what do you do with the prodigy? Prodigy is the exception. It has no rules. You can't, pull, you can't put a rule around something that's not normal. You know, and I, I think that's what society tries to do. You try to put in blanket rules that, tries, that, that, that stops everyone. You can't make a rule because there's one person that's just above, you know, what we consider average. But we can look at, let's say Luca was a prodigy, right? Sure. Look at Sebastian Telfair. Sebastian got to the league. He wasn't a prodigy. He was for sure a prodigy. What prodigy are you at 6'1"? He was a high school phenom prodigy. Okay, there's a, there's a difference. Where, where Luca a was prodigy a, is Luca 6'7 point guard. Yeah, yeah. LeBron is a prodigy 6'8". At the time, you know, guard. That's those but, are. Tiger but, Woods was a prodigy. Mm -hmm. You know, a phenom means you're talented amongst those peers. Prodigy means no matter when you come in, you are gonna be top dog at some point. You think? Yeah, you think. Tiger Woods was a child prodigy. I, I think. I think a prodigy is <laughs> fragile. Prodigies are fragile. Mm, name a prodigy that wasn't. Shea Cotton. Phenom. Not a prodigy. Okay, so what's the okay, difference well, between prodigy and phenom? Let's okay, explain so that. Okay, so he was a prodigy 
and a phenom. But what ends up happening was that prodigy, he stopped growing. You know, so, you know, you're talking about a kid who's 6'4", you know, 6'4 and a half, you know, at 13, 14, and you graduate at 6'4". You know, so you go from prodigy to just a phenom. Phenom is a shooting star. You peak early. Uh Uh-huh. You can peak early. You can peak early. You can peak early, A prodigy means where they are, they're still taking off. I was going to say that. That The thing about a prodigy is fragile. You got to work with that well. You can put yes. too much on that prodigy, and of course, they're of course. ahead of their curve, mm-hmm. but still, like, yeah, you, you can still you still got to groom it because it still has to get past every level of. So that's what that's what I'm saying about Telfair, where I think it was like, oh, come in and be Iverson, Marbury, you're gonna be that next dude. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it, it's hard to have a prodigy in a league that's growing six, eight, really to seven yeah. foot, and you're, you know. Six feet flat. You're six feet flat. It's hard to be a, a, a child prodigy at mm-hmm. that point, you know. Like uh, a child prodigy was, um, what was the kid? Um, Florida. Julian Newman. Julian Newman was considered a prodigy. Mm-hmm. If you don't grow, you're, <laughs> you're, you're not. You were just really great at that moment in time, and time caught up with you. And that's the line. Time <laughs> don't catch up with real prodigies. They are time. They are time. They change the time. Yes. They, that's they, what they, said, they push you know, the, Like, so, Mello. Lamello. Not Carmelo. Lamello. It's not a prodigy. He's a phenom. So. I'd say he's a prodigy. Prodigy is above law. Like, you don't think that? I'm, so? I'm a 6'8", grown to 6'10", 44-inch vertical, Man body, those are all the attributes. Tiger Woods, he's bigger, stronger than everyone in his field from a young age to an adult age. Those are, those are prodigies. You know, you, you look at your, your, your football, you can look at who was supposed to be prodigies. Your Cam Newton's, your Metcalf's, those are, those are prodigy. Those are like, okay, that law doesn't work with him. You know, Brady's not a pro- prodigy. You know, he beat, is, Brady was a grinder. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He was a shit, that's what I'm saying. So you know, the, yeah, you know the difference. Like, it's God-given gifts. So where's Zion? Prodigy or phenom? He's a prodigy. Hmm. He's a he's a prodigy. I mean, you know, it was one of those prodigies turning phenoms. Still prodigy, still because there's no there's it's never been seen before. You know, like even me, I talked about him. You know, like, oh, he has to play. Like, they put him at the guard position and killed everybody. Mm-hmm. That, that's what, that's where I seen him. Like, mm-hmm. okay, at the big man position, yeah, guard, there's no one, in, there's no one on the planet that's going to stop you downhill. You know what I mean? So I, I seen it early. When they finally did it, it showed. Um, so he's still a prodigy because we don't know what it is yet. You know, like, when you can't put it in the box, that's prodigy. But I think that's the thing for LaMelo. We said this before. Phenom. His brother. He's a phenom. Right, right. But remember, you said before what Lonzo was. We expected him to be what LaMelo is now. And he wasn't that. No. He Distributor. He was safe. So we talked about where that goes with the women's game, right? And mm-hmm. the thing there is gender. How, that, the, how the worlds are different for, for the males and the females. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the thing that's been brought to the forefront the past year. Like, even you look how 
how it was for the bubble for the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And maybe it doesn't have to be apples to apples, but it was night and day. And knowing that you, when you have to enter a sport and you have all these hurdles to get through over just to compete, it's different. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. Um, you know, but, you know, the world is trying to catch up. But, you know, but are they? <laughs> That's you what know, we're doing right you now. You know, it's right. the thing. It's like we're pre- it's pretending to catch up, but not really. Because we see the girls' bubble versus the men's bubble. And then we just seen the tournament. Yeah. The tournament, men's locker room versus the women's the, locker room. The weight room. room. They had the, the, full, room. They had they the, the full, full gym. Equinox. Yeah, yeah. And then the women had a couple a hand weights. And a, yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, they're still, you know, they're still moving a little bit slow on just, you know, equality in sports. Why is that? Money. Money is always going to be the key to everything. You know, when women's sports in their minds generate the same type of revenue, then we'll start spending the same type of money. But there are, there are some sports that women are just naturally better at than men. Tennis is the one that brings to mind. I don't really know tennis like that, but I mean, Serena. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's th- a game that she's dominant. Yes, right. She plays men, dominate them too. It's skill, skill. Any skill sport, it's 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 equal. It's equal playing field because it's skill it has nothing to do with physical attributes. All right. So then, moving that forward, you know, it's 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 money. Uh, what needs to change? Money, exposure, marketing. How how do you put that in motion? I think when you hand when you when you just take off the the realms of women and men and just make it athletes, you know, Serena Williams is an athlete. Um, NASCAR, Saint was it Patrick? Danica Patrick. She's an athlete. You know what I mean? It's no, she's a woman. Uh, NASCAR does she does she ride in women's leagues? No. She, no, I, I ride here and I compete here. You know, so once they start just saying, there's some people that's just fucking athletes, you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're woman or man, they're just fucking natural athletes, you know, the cream of the crop, you know? So yeah, they can start a whole women's league and she's gonna be bored. No, she wants to race here where the top players are, just period, just. So would there be a world where you bring them together to compete together? It's already been there. That's the problem. It's already been a world where they all compete. We're just playing like it doesn't exist. NASCAR, there are, there's a woman in NASCAR. Huge for marketing, right? Mm-hmm. More, more companies come knocking on your door. There's more eyeballs on you. Mm-hmm. It opens things up, actually. So in the case of NASCAR, that really helped the sport. Yeah, I mean, because it has nothing to do with a man. It doesn't have nothing to do with being physical. It's, can you fucking drive or not? <laughs> You know, are you afraid to make those, you know, those judgment calls? That's all it has to do with. And you think back to, to, let's go back to basketball, like Bill Russell and the Celtics. They didn't allow black players completely into the league. You know, there was a point where Bill Russell came in and it was all white guys. Mm -hmm. Why not let everybody play? Because there's more talent out there that'll make the game better. Because, you know, people who make rules, they try to keep it handicapped, you know, you know, that's where it needs to, it just needs to stop, you know. Um, can't handicap, you can't handicap greatness. It's just, obviously, it's, it's shown, you can't. 
Yeah, talent will always shine through, mm -hmm. right? No matter what your sport is, no matter you know what the parameters are, they're gonna talent will trend. That's basically what Bill Russell did. Mm -hmm. Game changer. The other thing happens, we're in this place now where gender has become the question. Mm -hmm. And we think it's the future. You're gonna see, see more trans athletes, more people, more young athletes comfortable with who they are and they'll identify, you know, where they the gender that they wanna identify with. Uh, but when that comes into sports, there's the question of fairness. Where do you classify them? Where do you put them? I, I think, you know, as a society, I think in our brains, we are just saying, all right, it's unfair because what if this person decides they want to play in the WNBA? Like, do you really think that this little child is thinking about, oh my God, I'm going to turn into a woman so I can just dominate basketball. Like, no, like it's a child being a child. And I think that's what we forget. A child being a child, a child, some children want to play sports. Like, like let them, like at a certain age, it's all fair. It's still fair. It's like, like you can't just, I, I don't like when you try to put a blanket a blanket rule, a hard cover top over something that you don't understand. There's like, if one person is above it, okay, you penalize that one person. You can't penalize the field. You know, some kids just wanna play, I just wanna play soccer, I just wanna play. Because at the end of the day, if a woman can play the other sport, what's the difference between the transgender? You know, my, my, my daughters, both of my daughters play on men's teams. They play on women's team and men's teams. No one's if, complaining. If they couldn't play, they wouldn't be out there. But I'm saying, they're, 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 because at, at that age, they, they have the physical attribute over it. You gotta remember, until about 16, 17 yeah, year yeah, olds, develop faster, girls better. develop faster. Yeah. So what ends up happening is my daughter, like my, I had to grade check my daughter. I'm going, to, I'm going to tournaments where I have to bring her birth certificate because she's too physical. So they're like, oh, she's older than everyone. Like, uh, no, she's actually, she, they give the girls a two-year, you know, uh, lead and she's, this is her age still. You know, like it's 12U, she's 12. She's not 14, <laughs> she's 12. But, you know, because she's fouling and just being over aggressive, same thing with my youngest. Same thing, she bullies, she bullies the boys. So if there's no problem with girls playing men basketball, what's the difference between a transgender boy going into girls? Because at the end of the day, he's at a disadvantage at, the, at, at a certain age. Because let's, 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 let's be honest here with, when it comes to just the makeup of, you know, that a transgender, um, boy, you know, going to female. This is something that's coming from, you know, when they were, when they were born. They're usually more feminine than the female. So they're at a disadvantage on a girl's basketball team anyway, because a girl's basketball player plays more like male. Like I'm rough, I'm rough, tough, I'm, yeah, you know. So yeah, you have yeah, so cool. what ends up happening is you have female team, and then you have transgender, 
who's more feminine than them. And you can see it. You can really see it. They're at a disadvantage. Because remember, it's skill, not physical. I think everyone's so thinking about the physical standpoint instead of the skill standpoint. Because we've played against transgenders, and trust me, they, I, I was not going to think about complaining. Like, oh my God, she's horrible. You know what I mean? Can't guard the pick and roll, slow feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all you're looking for. Is, That's all I'm looking like. This little slow feet. You can't guard the pick and roll. Keep going at her. Like there's like I'm, you know, all the other parents are like, this is unfair. She's missed every layup. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Like, calm down. Like shit. We're winning by 30 right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, but that's we just it's just it's it's just the thought process that scares us versus what reality is. If it's a dual sport, period, in our world, it should be okay. Swimming doesn't have nothing to do with gender at that point. All racing game, all racing sports doesn't really have anything to do with gender. Because you have dual track, you have dual tennis, you have gymnastics, um, I got golf. One. I got one for you. What? Fighting. Boxing or MMA. But, okay, now that, that becomes the problem. That's the, only, that's the only problem I see is physical. See, all the sports I, I just told you, volleyball, beach volleyball, they're dual sports where men and women are playing together. You know what I mean? So if men and women can both play the same sports together, then the gender shouldn't matter. Then you shouldn't be able to exclude a transgender in these, in these sports. Now, when you talk about physical, when it has something to do with physical dominance, at a certain age, MMA, boxing, wrestling will become a problem. And those are the sports that I think at a certain age needs to be capped off. What's the age? Again, again, you can't blanket it because depending on who the person is. You know, if it's, a, if it's someone who's 5'6", 120, you can go all the way through high school and wrestling. Who the fuck are you going to beat up on? Like, you know what I mean? Let's, let's just be honest. Well, if you're 6'8", 245, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah we're going to have to, we're going to have to deny you. But so it should be off of what that person, because even in high school, our football team had a girl. She was the center. Her boyfriend was the running back. So we used to make the jokes, like, yeah, you better, <laughs> you better buy, buy them flowers or she ain't blocking for you, bro. <laughs> you know, she all the way through her senior year, starting. You know what I mean? So, you know, she- yeah, football she, is a funny one. There's, there's been women throughout football, you know, in different stories. Uh, the girl that played this, the kicker this year, you know, there was controversy around it, but it was like, she, she can kick a football 60 yards but, and is accurate from 60 yards, puts points on the board. What do you care? And I think that's the problem. We, with, if, if the world doesn't understand it, you want to deny it. When all you do is just, just, just think. And, I, and that's what I, I, I did. Like, there's, like, I'm watching. I'm in AAU, so I know my daughters. I can say, okay, we're playing against them. Like, the attributes that, that the physical part of it, it's when, you know, when a transgender want to play, they just want to be happy mm-hmm. and try to be as normal as they possibly can. You don't deny that. You don't. You do not deny that through high school. There's no point. There's no advantage. 
There's, there's really no advantage. Now, if you have a kid that's six, eight, you know, 240, of course, depending on what sport they're playing, you know, they have an advantage. You know, they're, you know, playing basketball and they're doing 360 windmills on all the girls, then okay, yeah, hold on. You know, but. The thing about youth sports, though, you can level that up. So, yeah. so if that kid is, a, I think Pop Warner football is basically like that. If you're, you know, 12 years pop, old. But they don't have Pop Warner football for girls. But girls do play Pop Warner football. Girls play Pop Warner. See, that's what I'm saying. So girls do play Pop Warner football. But if there's physical danger, that would probably Mm -hmm. be the concern, You just move them up by age. Right. You know, so that's what I said. So, you know, making laws that prohibit, you know, um, transgenders at a certain age, it's, it's, it's technically unfair for them. You know, I know the whole thing is protect girls. Well, you know, natural girls are more mature at a certain age than any boy. So no matter what, what this boy decides to do, you still have an advantage over him. When it comes to being physical, depending on who that boy makeup is, depending on you know, what you get. So you have to go study by study. You can't just blanket it. It's unfair, and that's unfair. And I think that's the thing we've said throughout history is you have to go case by case. Yes. And sometimes there are things where that person is physically dominant, mm-hmm. mentally ready, uh, emotionally able to level up, then they're worth it. But then we've talked about guys that were bust before or they peaked too early. That's the thing that there was really nobody to guide them mm-hmm. at that point. And that's the real thing that any, any athlete, no matter what your walk of life is, you need guidance. Yeah, I, I, just, I just think that, you know, it's, 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 we're at a point where You, you want to be for change, but just understand what change is, you know, like what, you know, like do the research to study, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a human is a human. So, you know, if a transgender loves to play baseball, I want to go play baseball. Yeah, I, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure if it's, if I'm transgender and I'm dominant, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Barry we'll figure, Bonds in this we'll figure, shit. We'll figure that you know, out. If I'm Barry Bonds in it, obviously, that means I'm an alpha. I don't want to play around girls anyway. <laughs> you know, I want to try to make the boys team. You know, like, just like the, 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 the football. There's got to remember, there's women football teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that there's just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what ends up happening, there's, there's women out there that are, are still aggressive. They're alphas. They, 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 they want to play male-type sports. You can't, let's just say, you can't just blanket everything and just, because you're, now you're stopping everything. You know, like, so if you do it with transgender, then you say, oh, well, women can't play men's sports. Now you got to sit there and try to depict what are men's sports now. You know what I mean? So that, that, that's all I see that's coming. Once you, once you start putting blankets on stuff, then you're going to have some men say, well, then they can't play none of our, our, our sports. All right, let's take a break to talk about Grammarly. You know, it's such a frustrating thing. One of the most frustrating things when you're trying to get your point across. You got the ideas in your head, but you just need to get it out clearly. There's more to clear effective communication than just catching spelling mistakes. Grammarly Premium gives you real-time feedback and insights to help you evaluate your writing through tone, word choice, clarity, 
and more. You know, every day we write emails, send text messages, draft important documents. And what you want is peace of mind because the real stress comes from trying to get the perfect words out there. Because we get so many messages and documents, things start to blend together or sound the same. So more effective writing is the key to making better connections. Grammarly Premium gives you real-time insights and guidance on tone, word choice, clarity, and more so you can communicate clearly and confidently. Grammarly Premium is the key to that. I checked it out and it was exactly that. It's like it read my mind. It's a way to use things professionally to get things out clearly when you're trying to make a point or you're trying to find those perfect words that things don't get lost in translation. That's the tough thing when you're writing out what you're trying to say. You want to convey your tone, your point of view, and your perspective. So what Grammarly does is it cleans up your game. You integrate it into your life, and for all messaging, you just sound better. You level up. Grammarly Premium helps you write like a pro with advanced real-time feedback. Premium features include advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. It's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. Harness the power of Grammarly's on every platform with their desktop editor, browser plugin, and mobile apps. Improve your writing on all your favorite sites and apps, Outlook, Gmail, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. Don't just say it, make a statement with clear, flawless text that's sure to impress. Grammarly doesn't just correct your mistakes, it helps you build up your skills as a writer. Elevate your writing with 20% off Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com slash no chill. That's Grammarly.com slash no chill. That's 20% off Grammarly Premium at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash no chill. Step your game up, step it up with Grammarly. All right, let's also talk about our good friends at Masterclass. You might think you know about Masterclass, but there is so much more going on. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. That's so important. You can learn how to cook with Gordon Ramsay. That's one that specifically spoke to me. You can improve your skateboarding skills from Tony Hawk. If you don't know how to skate or if you're too scared to start, Try learning from the best of the best. And of course, the one that caught our eye, you can learn shooting from Steph Curry. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do or get better at is closer than you think. So that's what I did. I got into cooking. This is the skill that escapes a lot of guys. We think we know, but we're intimidated by what's going on in the kitchen. And speaking of intimidation, Gordon Ramsay might be a little bit tough for you guys but you got to learn from the best and there's no better place to do it than with masterclass so what impressed me was you know there's so much chaos that can happen when it comes to learning a recipe and getting your technique down they made it so simple and straightforward even i could figure it out and that's the thing you cannot be intimidated by anything that you want to learn you've got to put your mind fully around it and you need a teacher that can break it down to you that's the key right you need to learn based on a good instruction So that's what you do. Masterclass, they break it all down for you. They teach you and they make you better. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass 
And as a fan of the No Show podcast, you can get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash no chill. That's masterclass.com slash no chill for 15% off masterclass. Get learning, get better. Who pushes that forward? Pushes what? The change. It's not just the young athletes. It's tough because they're fighting that fight by themselves. Can't uh, do it. People just, people like us, people who understand who just not so narrow, you're not so narrow-minded to the ideal of, oh my God, I don't understand it, just stop it. No, you 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 put your research behind it, you make it make sense. You know what I mean? If you make you it make guys, sense. How do, you, how do you get guys to listen to that? They already listen. That's what I said. If we stop right now, right, and then just say, all right, let's look around the world and look at sports that are dual sports. That means there's a woman playing and a man on the same team. That's damn near every sport. That's damn near every sport. Besides the MMA, boxing, and all that. But other than that, it's, it's, every, it's, it's every sport. So there shouldn't be a gender rule if both can play on the same court or on the same field. Well, let me ask In you a this. sport like that. Why wouldn't you have a male fight a female? Because the male is naturally stronger. And what are people afraid of? Of what? If you put those a male and a female together in the ring, what are they afraid of? They're afraid of the male dominance of the hurting, physical hurting, the hurting, female. hurting the female. You know, because you got to remember, if there's a punching bag and they throw that power, sometimes that male power is going to be three times as much. This body is not, no matter how strong the body is, it's not physically ready to take that so force. It's not prepared it's just, to take that force. It's just not a physical, fair fight. Yes. So if you had the Arizona men's basketball team against the Arizona female basketball team, Arizona women's basketball team, is that... It'd be a, it'd be a blowout. Now, this is funny. It'd be a blowout because the men would probably be faster, more athletic. Now... You got to remember, women's basketball, they're more physical. So they're just going to, they will have more fouls than the men will. They will, foul, they will foul the men more because they play rougher. They play rougher. They play with more energy. Yeah, men are going to jump yeah, over. Yeah, men are going to try to jump over and try to Not maneuver gonna away. They're going to they're try to outskill them. But for the most part, it's one of those games where you're not worried about the, 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 the women's basketball team being beat up on. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, they're just physically gonna, just going to just beat through us. Like, no, that's not. They're, you know, they're just going to be faster. Gonna, you know, that's where all the attributes of being an athlete comes in that. You know, so just like when, um, um, who wanted to play, <laughs> what's the name, one-on-one? Um, cousins. Um, Baylor. Brittany Griner. She wanted to play Cousins one-on-one, and Cousins like, yeah, I'll beat the hell out of you. Skill-wise, not physical, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you're a skilled person, you use skill. It has nothing to do with how physical you can possibly be. That's just like saying, all right, Kevin Durant shouldn't have made it to the NBA because he couldn't lift 185 one time. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's not any girl basketball players who can do that. He couldn't do it either. So what's the difference? But his skill is what 
matters. So I think all skill sports should be treated that way. Treated that way. Let the let the skill play out. If it becomes physical, then you you handicap physical the the physical part on on who that person is. Like you know, it's you know six eight six nine. Like yeah, you know you know you know five four five five one thirty two. Um, trust me, not, nobody's worried about it. nobody's nobody's worried. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, you're not worried about. But look, looking at upside, I mentioned this with, with mm-hmm. NASCAR, there's a huge market for this. There's a huge business opportunity because you can bring so many things in, so many you know, uh, places that weren't reached before. You can bring that into your sport. So if you're looking at it that way, yeah, but it's real I'm, value. Yeah, yeah, it's real value because it's, 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 you're opening up sports to all, all genders. And I think once you start Eliminating, you know, you because you got to remember once you if you if you put a rule around transgenders, then someone's gonna put around a rule around gays, and then women in men's sports. Like you're just gonna, there's just gonna be, they're just gonna just start being this hard. No, 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 just to say you did it to us, we're gonna do it to you, and that's the thing I hate about how our society our, our society works. And like once someone slaps this hand, this uh, this group comes back, they want to slap your hand. Now this group want to slap it. You know, then it becomes a tit for tat. You know, versus just everyone relax. Let's weigh out the options. Let's look at it. Let's digest it. And then make ruling depending on how it plays out. And that's, that's how I, I, I look at it. And it's not just about, com- it's not just about competition. You know, it's, it's about fairness and equality. And, and the fairness the, is happiness. happiness. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 forget the competition part. That it's, it's happiness. What is going to, like, we're trying to be a society where, you know, everyone is living who, who they feel they are. Well, if, if, if I'm a transgender and I want to play, I want to I play golf, what's, what is the problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, they're saying, where do we classify you? Where do yeah. we put you? I'm, I'm female, so I want to play female golf. Like, the fuck is a problem? Like, well, what you're saying? Yeah, we both got to try to hit the fucking ball in the hole. <laughs> Just hit the fucking ball in the hole. Do you care what gender I am? I don't care what gender shit, you are. Yeah. Right. I can put the shit in the fucking hole. Doesn't the hole is not bigger or smaller depending on? I gotta fucking make that shit. That has nothing to do with I'm a male versus you're a female. We it's skill. Who is more skilled? You know, what I feel inside has nothing to do who is more skilled at this point. And it's that competitive advantage that I, I think everyone's so afraid of. That's what I said, because they're yeah. afraid of the that's what I said, they're afraid of the physical. They're only looking at the physical standpoint of a sport versus the reality of the sport. Is the sport a skill sport or a physical sport? And there's not in especially in high school. Middle school, there's not a lot of physical sports. And that's why, that's why girls are allowed to play male sports up in, in all the way through high school. Because there's, it, it doesn't really, like you got to remember, if women who played football in high school, if something really damaged happened to them, obviously that would have been taken away. But it hasn't. You know, it was when I, 99, 98, 97, 20-something years ago. 
It's still going on now. So that means it's not working the way mentally we think it would. All right. I mean, really what it comes down to is the willingness for people to want doors to be open. Yeah. We have our thing here. Uh, you're not getting in. I just think it's parents that just, you know, that just, it scares them. It's, it's, it scares them. And I'm, you know, like, even, you know, in basketball, when there's, you know, when we're out there and I, I, I look at like, no, she's horrible. Let's just stop. This is horrible. But she's so much bigger than everyone. There's, this is called a foul. It's a foul, you know, you know, body slams is a foul. You're like, <laughs> your daughter just body slammed my daughter. You know, I'm not sitting here bitching about it. You know what I mean? It's just, you just got to evaluate it as it comes. You can't just, like, I'm scared of it. No, stop it. And just, no, just evaluate it as it comes and then make your ruling off of that. You did this. I'm going to run some Ask Agent Zero. What changed for you? When? Your perspective. What do you mean? Perspective on all this, the classification. You said change. Yeah, yeah, yeah what changed? Nothing's changed. I just mm -hmm. never. When did you start thinking about this? When did this become a thing for you? Um, it ain't. It ain't really change. It's trying to understand. You know. Um, you know, I grew up. You know, that's what I said. I, I grew up. You know, I was in high school. We had, you know, um, a female that played football. Um, no one ever thought about, oh, she's going to go out there and get hurt. No, she was the one that was, you know, blocking and putting, putting men down. Um, you know, playing Elena Beard, you know, you know, all the time in Washington. You know, I, I treat her like a hooper. You're going to get, you know, if you game point, we're going to 21, you're going to get clothesline. You know, there's no, there's no, we're not even going to debate about this. You're going to get clothesline, you're going to get punched, and you're going to have to shoot some miracle shot to win game. That's just basketball. You know, um, so just, you know, just watching the news, you know, trying to understand um, with the world now being comfortable coming out and not being scared, you know, like, like you know, like it once was. Um, you know, I got to know Dwayne Wade's daughter, you know, Zaya, and having those conversations. I think that's usually the problem is we don't want to have the conversation. You know, we just want to just give our opinion of what we think is right or wrong when, you know, it's like, wait, hold on. Like, you thinking the parents are choosing. No, like, we, if you have a child and it, if you have a child and the child says, this is what I feel like I am, you only have two options, support or be on the out. <laughs> Support so those, will be those, on the What do those conversations accomplish that you learn from those? You have That's to learn. Point you got to remember, it, I right? need to learn. Now, you know, so I used to, you know, I used to, you know, talk to, to Zaya. Like, let's, I, I want to understand, like, you know, did you always feel this way? Um, you know, we used to play Fortnite. You know, we used to play Fortnite and we just have the conversation. Because you got to remember, without the conversation, you don't know. You're ignorant. You know, like, do you like sports? Like, what sports do you like? And then um, I remember it was funny. I like, I like tennis. And I said this. But you can't see. <laughs> I was like, you, you, you can't see that good. You, 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 
I know that's the funny part about it. <laughs> and we giggle and laugh yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's like, well, you want to play tennis, but you, you probably can't see the ball because you don't want to wear your glasses when you play sports. So that hurts your sports ability. And then we just giggle and laugh and, you know, just trying to understand, you know, just trying to understand is, is I think, is what, you know, we all need to try to, you know, be a part of, trying to actually understand what the other person's going through because you don't you don't know like you yeah i mean i think that that happens for us eventually hopefully and i look you made comments about the WNBA at one time yeah uh-huh was it uh bean pies and moon pies oh yeah that, that, was, that, was, that was you know with me with 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 me i use jokes to, we, I use, we know that but when you put that on public not everybody gets the joke. No, you don't supposed to get the joke, right? You don't. You're supposed like, to, yeah. No, everyone doesn't get. Not all everyone jokes, will, but you're you know, hopefully just, because the, you know, the majority will. And what's so funny is, you know, a lot of women got mad. Okay, let's all women got mad. Yeah. Um, but if I have to put a butt out there, what did the men say? I think it was a lot of uh, laughing emojis. <laughs> laughing emojis. Oh, I can't wait to see it. This, this, and this. So if we take away, listen, if we take away the ignorance of and the sexist stuff I said and look at the customer, the customer, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, everyone looks at what I'm saying as face. What is the customer? How is the customer taking it? And, and I think that's sometimes what we forget. And when it comes to just business, period, the customer. Like, if you want to know what the future is, talk to the future. You understand what that, I'm saying? That's what it's about, right. Like, you know, if... If, if this was the way we did in the I'm, 80s, I, that's not going to work. If I'm trying to, you know, create the next phone, I don't want your Opinion? What do I care about your opinion for? You are not the customer. The youth is the customer. I need to, what, what do you think about this? What do you think if it looked like this? Well, you know, maybe if it was a little smaller, a little bigger, like more colors, better colors. Now you have a product that always sell because you're going after your future customer. See, and I think that's where everyone hated my comment because they're not thinking about the actual customer. If the customer are men, of course we're sexist, duh, we're men, right? We're men, like let's just be honest, we're men. Um, what do we go to women's sports for? You know, I can tell you right now, if you, if you put who has the best bottoms in Volleyball. What country? What country? Brazil. Okay. <laughs> We've never watched volleyball before, but you got the guy. Come Brazil. I'm pretty sure. Brazil. We, we know that already. Like, but you know what I mean? So we watch the Olympics. And if we're going to watch one woman's sport, it's going to be uh, two. It's going to be tennis and, and Brazil volleyball. So is every man sexist? Because we all know that answer. We're humans. We're just <laughs> and that's what humans. I'm saying. So when I when I made the comment, I'm like, well, you, 
try to appeal not, I mean, I don't want to watch you playing thongs. I want to see, you know, I really want to see the talent, but I'm just giving you the idea because you got to look at the comments. The comments is what you should be like, don't worry about my comment. I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. That's, I just do that just to do it for entertainment. Look at the response. The response should let you know, okay, wait, hold on. Maybe we might need to tighten up our shirts just a little bit. Maybe we need to get away from the 90s, the 90s in the early 2000 shorts under our knees and tighten them up a little bit. Because remember, the men's side is tighter than the women's side. High school men's roll their pants up to show more leg. So it's, you know what I mean? Because the men's think the women like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not a teenage kid, you know, but even my son, I want the small shorts because Jalen Green wears mm-hmm. them. Or this guy, like, why is he wearing them? I'm pretty sure he's not wearing them for other, other guys. Mm-hmm. He's wearing them because the girls like it. So he's playing to that audience. That audience comes to the game. That audience wants to buy his tickets. That And that's how marketing goes. And that's what my thing was. Like, I look at something, I see there's a flaw in it, I attack it, and then let you guys figure it out. What? That and, uh, makes sense. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah, I can, I can come here with the educational reasons and that, but uh, listen. Uh, it won't get your attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm a jokester, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit there and backdoor and give you the same information <laughs> while I get my giggle on. But all that being said, the point of all this is what we examine is the rules, uh, the classification and bring this all full circle is talent will always dictate that, will always move the needle, will always push the future forward. What we said is there's that box. And if you keep everything in that box, it's never going to evolve. It's going to be the same old, same old. We'll lose interest. And that's not what the future is. Yeah, it, it just, it's just you have to... You have to do all your studies off of the individuals in that time. You know, there's no, it shouldn't be no transgender league and no, it's. (laughs) And think about that. Things like where things started, it was one race, right? Mm -hmm. One gender, uh, one country. Then we've become global, you know, multi-race. We just got to keep moving, moving moving the needle forward and just everyone fighting for everyone because you at the end of the day you want everyone to have the equal rights you like you can't be a woman and say we want equal pay right we want equal pay and then you're like ah no transgenders allowed like oh you're doing this you're doing the same thing to them as what men are doing to you so <laughs> you have to have the open mind to you know you have the open mind to the transgender then the male had the open mind. Like, that's how you move forward. But if you're sitting there doing the same thing they're doing to you, you get nowhere. You know, you don't. You know, and, and that's what I look at. That's how I, that's what makes me sit there and say, mm, see, un, un, unfairness. You want equal pay, and then you're like, well, transgender shouldn't be able to play in our sports. Back up. Women, men are like, well, you shouldn't be paid the same as me. Back up. Like, everyone's just fucking backing up the next group that's coming forward. That's all. All right. That's good. I mean, good that you did this. I'm glad that you recognize this. I know you like things to be shaken up and you recognize change and this is what the future is. Yeah, change. You have to be part of the future. You got to be willing to, to allow the future to come. You can't be stuck in your old ways um, because old ways does not work well with evolution. 
Change the game. Change the game. There it is. A lot we uncovered here on No Chill. We always try to do that. We always try to break the rules. Because rules aren't fun. They're meant to be be broken. (laughs) They're meant to be broken. All right, this has been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. He's Gilbert Arenas. Mm -hmm. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fubo Sports Network. And we'll see you next time.